This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. My guest today is Dan Dennehy of Core RX. It's a CDMO, and uh, we're going to have a conversation about some of the capacity challenges the industry is facing, uh, what's new, what's exciting. Um, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Dan, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks very much for, uh, for having me, Jeff. You know, you've been having a lot of uh, conversations on site with senior pharmaceutical executives. What are some of the common uh, issues and challenges they're coming to you with? Uh, thanks for asking there, Jeff. Uh, some of the common issues and challenges that we have these days in the uh, industry are capacity issues, uh, a lot of uh, things that have come up this week from all different forms uh, is speed. People need to move quickly to the clinic, quickly to the market. These are niche projects that have uh, very specific applications, and that's something that we at Corex can handle very well. Could you describe some of the, the companies that are seeking uh, help with their capacity challenges? Who are you doing business with? Uh, great question. So we are doing business with uh, small uh, and startup biotechs all the way to the, the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world. Uh, you know, it really depends on what they're looking for. So obviously some small biotech doesn't have the capacity that some of the larger biotech and pharmaceutical companies do, but just because they have capacity, uh, doesn't mean that they don't need speed and other things that we can offer uh, at CoreRx to be able to uh, to move them into the clinic or into the commercial space uh, faster. You know, even the big players, I think, have an existing network. We're talking about expanding because things are changing and, and there is a need. When they're weighing pros and cons of, of different potential partners, what should they be keeping in mind? Uh, what they should be keeping in mind is not just the capabilities of the site, but they also want to keep in mind uh, the types of people that are working at these sites. These projects are partnerships, really, and we like to value that type of thing. I mean, everybody, you're, you're going to be talking to these people potentially once a week more than that. Uh, you want to make sure you have a very positive working relationship with that, and that's something that we focus on uh, to be able to partner with these companies as they move their projects forward. These aren't just... Uh, widgets that we're making here, right? We're we're actually making project product, sorry, that will uh, move forward and change people's lives. You know, when I have conversations with quality executives um, who partner with CDMOs, one of the things that they're always thinking about is how does my culture translate into the partnership? How do I understand what's happening in that facility? How do I make sure I feel as comfortable with them making it as if I was making it myself. What do you say to that? That's a great question. And quality is obviously an underpinning to everything that we do. It's very important in this industry. Um, in fact, the FDA comes and audits our facility multiple times a year as we run commercial projects. Uh, our last audit was uh, NAI with no 43s issued. Uh, so that should give everybody a little bit of confidence. But as always, people are welcome to come to the site directly uh, at any time. Uh, we run audits. We do virtual tours and that sort of thing. And then when you're running a project with us, uh, we're doing weekly or biweekly meetings. Uh, we really want to be a partner with uh, whatever company that we're working for uh, and with uh, to be able to move these projects forward. So what is actually working with an organization like yours look like in the day-to-day -day getting started? So that's a great question. So for when Clients start work with CoreRx. What we like to do is make sure that we're getting them on an intro call first thing uh, within the first week uh, of signing a contract to make sure that we're all on the same page analytically and uh, for manufacturing. These types of projects are not one size fits all. Uh, everybody's a little bit unique as they should be. Every project's a little bit different and we like to make sure that uh, when we're partnering with a client uh, that we're fitting their needs uh, specifically. 
again, in the same way I speak with quality people and they say CDMOs, they, they worry about their quality. When I speak with uh, you know technical operations and manufacturing, a lot of the time they're saying supply chain is really the thing that's their pain point right now. Uh, in fact, we had a speaker earlier today say, uh, you know, it used to be all about just in time and now we're buying just in case. And I think that's you know, an interesting one. And I think sometimes when they turn to CDMOs, it's almost like they're downloading the problem onto you. You have the same supply chain challenges, but you're required to be able to fulfill their needs in order to do your job. Um, I- I'm just curious if you could speak to that trend in the industry. Absolutely. And it's something that we see very commonly uh, these days, specifically because of COVID, the supply chain issues have become pretty much universal. Uh, no Nobody can really escape them. So what we've done is in order to mitigate that, we've tried our best to get a lot of common excipients and things in-house uh, as soon as possible, larger orders. We have the space to warehouse it on site uh, so that any common things can be used right away. Uh, and then, uh, as I mentioned before, being able to start these conversations with the client as early as possible so that there are exotic excipients used or any specific things that we need to pick up uh, we're starting on that very early uh, to make sure that we have it in-house in time uh, to meet the client's timelines. You know, a couple of times you've mentioned the facility itself. Where is it? So our headquarters is in Clearwater, Florida. That is where uh, our commercial manufacturing is done, and that is where most of our uh, later phase GMP manufacturing is done as well. We actually do have a site in San Rafael, California, um, and that site also does clinical manufacturing, but they are smaller capacities. So they work very well to work quickly, um, but their capacity is a little bit smaller. All right. So uh, with a Florida location and a California location, was it sort of the idea East Coast, West Coast, and then you could plug into your client's distribution networks? Or what was the thinking there? Absolutely. So that's, that's sort of the point is to make sure that we have somewhere like clients are very busy as we are, we, we all understand this, to be able to have a West Coast location if clients are on the West Coast, to be able to pop in and do their own audits uh, and review our quality there, uh, to have that convenience is, is very useful um, so that we, we are looking to expand as well uh, to other areas of the country and internationally. But for now, uh, the Florida and California locations do provide us with an East Coast, West Coast presence. You know, a lot of what we've talked about so far is as true of CMOs as CDMOs. But of course, a CDMO, which you are, there's a whole other facet to that. It's a, it's a deeper partnership. Um, I wonder if you could sort of expand upon that for me. Again, if these companies are looking for increased capacity and assistance as they, they look to get their product out, they're choosing a CDMO, I think, for a pretty specific reason. Walk us through that. Absolutely. So one of the great strengths of a CDMO is that uh, for us, we're not just manufacturing. Obviously, we're not just making widgets. We are intimately involved in a lot of these development projects, uh, especially since each project's a little bit different. Sometimes uh, to tech transfer something in, uh, clients want to optimize a process or optimize a formulation specifically. That's something that we can do very easily uh, and have quite a bit of capacity to do, whether it's on the East Coast or the West Coast. Uh, for solid oral projects. So uh, it's something that our team is well-versed in, whether it be very simple projects, uh, API and capsule, or, or basic compressed tablets, or much, much more complex formulations or pediatric formulations. We're well-versed in all of that work and, and happy to do it and include, uh, I mean, one of where Corex got its start was in the development space to be able to bring it from development to manufacturing. Uh, it's a specialty of ours. It's something that we like to push as well. Well, I guess I should expand upon that. Um, 
how often do you find the development piece turns into a, a full-blown CDMO? Like that, to me, that sounds like a pretty unique story. So uh, it's a great question. The, the company started in 2006, just five guys and about 3,000 square feet of space. These days, we're working at about 160,000 square feet of space across two different sites. Um, we've moved in that time from uh, just a little bit of lab space in the development uh, all the way through clinical uh, GMP manufacturer and now in commercial. The, the way that we actually got to commercial manufacturing, uh, we hadn't done it. We worked with a number of clients who said, you know, hey, we, we're working with you in the clinic. Is there any way we can get you to do it? You know, it, it just didn't make sense for the company at the time. Finally, we worked with a company that we had been with since inception all the way through uh, the clinic. Uh, and when it came to commercial, uh, they shopped it around since we didn't do commercial manufacturing at the time. No one wanted to take it. They came to us and said, can you guys please, you know, you're very familiar with the project. We really want to get you uh, involved in the commercial manufacturing. So what we did as a customized solution uh, and something that we've, we've done since is uh, we built out a facility for them on our campus specifically for their uh, commercial manufacturing space. Uh, so now it handles their commercial and clinical work. Uh, and that's uh, another service that we offer uh, and a great story about how we got into uh, the commercial space. You know, we have covered a lot of ground here. Are there uh, two or three things that you want people to think about a little further after this podcast? First, uh, speed and flexibility is number one these days, right? We want to make sure that uh, when a project is coming in, we're getting to it immediately. But not only that, we're flexible. Things change. Uh, uh, timelines can change. We can change on a dime. Uh, the organization as a whole is good at being able to pivot with a client as their needs come up uh, to deliver on time, whatever that timeline may be. And second, uh, we're looking to develop a partnership um, with these clients. Uh, we, we work with a lot of different clients from very small all the way to very large. Every project is different. Um, but when we're working with you, we want you to feel like you're the only one uh, as we develop a project going forward. That's why we like to start off uh, with these meetings to get everybody on the same page um, so that we're engaged as early as possible and stay engaged. Well, let's talk about these conversations. I think anyone who's been listening this far probably does have some questions or might want to pick your brain. What is the best way to get in touch? So the best way to get in touch with us uh, is probably to go to our website at corexpharma.com. Uh, that's C-O-R-E-R-X-P-H-A-R-M-A.com. And then, of course, LinkedIn is another great resource uh, where you can find me and all my colleagues uh, to reach out and, and ask questions. And that's that's really generous of you. Um, for, for anyone who doesn't want to go up to the top, it's uh, Dan Dennehy on LinkedIn, and I've really enjoyed talking with him. Uh, you should reach out if you have any further thoughts or questions. Dan, thanks so much for your time again today. I really appreciate it, Jeff. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon. 